Hey everybody, this is Karis Frigi, and this is a daily devotional podcast where I will read a portion of scripture, a new one every day, and then share some thoughts that I've written on it. I hope it encourages you. Good morning, everyone. Today is October 6th, and we're going to get into the end of 1 John today, chapter 1. We're going to read verses 5 through 10. These verses say, This is the message that we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his Son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Now, in a commentary that I was reading on the book of 1 John, the commentary was talking about how the line, God is light, is actually an emphatic answer that John is giving to the Gnostics of his day and a Gnostic belief that was centered around how there is a great cosmic struggle between dark and light and evil and good. And in many ways, I was thinking that so many of us are tempted to view the world like this. As if God is in this big struggle and a tenuous struggle for control with the devil. As if God had a rival to equal him. But we can rest in what John is saying here, that God is light. Light doesn't fight with darkness. Light incinerates darkness by simply showing up. And it's the same with the presence of God. Where he is, darkness has no place, and so when we walk in him, we are flooded with light. In the light, you don't get to imagine yourself to be any greater or more impressive than you really are. Light exposes exactly who and what you're like, and nobody can be impressed with themselves when they're really in the presence of God. And that simple fact actually helps us then have true fellowship with each other as well. Pride. The great enemy to intimacy can't live when we abide in his presence. And light also causes the things that we were once suspicious of or intimidated about in other people to be seen for what they are. The exact shape and size of someone we love can be seen in his presence. And so we have fellowship with others and we're allowed to remain in the light because of the access granted to us by the blood of Jesus. And as we walk in him, we also find that the dark things, those things that lack his presence, don't appeal anymore. Sin can't hide in his nearness, and it pales in comparison with him. The light has exposed us, and the invitation from him is simply to own our sin, renounce it, and continue walking with him in the light. That's what his faithfulness has done for us. It's given us the desire of our heart to walk in the light. So let light expose you. Let's not pretend that we don't have sin, but let's rush to get it out into the open and away from us. And to return to it, we would have to go back to the darkness where he is not. Darkness is the absence of light. Light has come. Let's walk in him.
Thanks so much for listening today. I love these verses. I love this idea of God being light and of us getting to walk with him. And then the idea that as light exposes our sin, there's a wonderful permission that we have with him to confess our sins, to throw it away from us, and then to look at Jesus and say, thank you for being faithful and just to forgive my sin. It's not pretending that I don't have evil desires. It's not pretending that I still don't have sin that I would be tempted by or I'm dealing with. And even um, habitual things that I do that I'm not even aware are sins that he calls out as I walk with him more and more. He points out other things that are still grieving him and it's such a privilege to walk with him that way and to walk in humility where you're like lord you can touch anything in my life you can expose anything and it it is graham cook i feel like i've been on such a graham cook um hit but he he says this really amazing thing he says that the most successful uh, way for us to confuse the enemy the, the best way for us to fight him is actually to repent quickly and then to act like we're we've actually been restored in relationship to just repent and then immediately turn and keep walking with God the enemy wants us to repent and then like feel bad for five days and maybe avoid the things we normally would and obsess over it and then like beat ourselves up but that's just not even what these verses say they say that he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so that we can keep walking we can keep going in the light instead of getting distracted by darkness and having to sit in the darkness for five minutes in a timeout before we're allowed in the light. That's just not what these verses say. And that's such good news. It's like living a lifestyle of repentance is actually, it's not only needful if we're going to walk in the light because we are going to have things to repent of, but it's also the wonderful permission of walking with Jesus means that as he exposes things, it's never to shame us, it's to free us, which is very exciting. The gospel really is good news. So I hope those thoughts encourage you today. I hope you have a wonderful day and we'll get back into chapter two of 1 John on Friday.